Hey, it's John, uh, coming to you from a very hazy Jakarta. First, this episode is dropping late, and I wanted to give you my apologies for that. Not only did we get the interview in a dangerous 48 hours before we wanted to drop this, but I also had to, as you can tell, pop into Indonesia and take care of some things, which of course complicated the editing process. Next, I wanted to give a big shout out to TIP, Tokyo International Players, and their musical, Big River, uh, which uh, features Martin LaRue and uh, is stage managed by Francis Somerville, which you would know if you had heard episode two of the show. Go back and listen. Anyway, the show should be wrapping up just as this episode drops. Uh, I know Andrew has seen it and has enjoyed it in as much as computer Andrew is capable of feeling human joy. You'll get that joke later. Anyway, speaking of the show, we're finally on iTunes and Stitcher. Awesome. Uh, You can find links to that on our website at exit.ytg.jp, or you can, of course, visit and preferably like uh, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash ytgjp. Also, you probably already know this, but the show that we talk about on this episode, Doodoo Boy, is already fairly adult-oriented. Now, I've tried to snip out the really flagrant bits while keeping on message, but please do be aware that this could get you in trouble if you listen to it on speaker at, say, a monastery, for example. And those flagrant bits I put in after the credits, so more sensitive ears may want to turn the podcast off when they hear that sensor beep. And, of course, finally, thank you for listening. We've really enjoyed putting the show together so far. We've got great interviewees coming up, and we hope you've enjoyed being a part of this as well. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. This is Exit, pursued by Kaiju, a new podcast about international theater in Japan. This is the voice of God, or maybe not in the slightest. Hey, I'm John Matthews, host, producer, and whatever else of this show, uh, joining us via remote place of his comfortable home in Yokohama, Japan, is Andrew Woolner. Say hi, Andrew. That is the sound of technology. Andrew is now a computer. I want to get something very important out of the way. Actually, I don't. Beep, beep, Mars man, Andrew, wants to get out of the way about a big, big, big audition coming up. Uh, yeah, so uh, Macbeth is happening in October. TIP is doing it. It's being directed by my my good friend and enemy, Craig Russell. Uh, auditions are coming up, actually, this, this coming month in June. And the audition dates are June 11th, 12th, and 13th. Those auditions are only by appointment. So if you are interested in auditioning for that show, Macbeth, the Scottish play, head over to Tokyo Players, one word, tokyoplayers.com, and the details will be there. Or go on Facebook and type Macbeth Auditions Tokyo. You should be able to find the event page for that. So go do that. I mean, if you want to be in a show. Joining us also for this episode is a fine gentleman of high taste and glamour. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Am I the person of, of high taste and glamour? I mean, you laughing means that you knew I was talking about you. Okay, yes. Uh, hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. I'm, I'm the person of, uh, I'm a person of high taste and glamour. Uh, my name is Stephen Bryan, and uh, you're meeting me now. How do you like it? No. 
That's good to be here. <laughs> uh, we've got Stefan on. This actually was a surprise, a bit of a surprise show. We've kind of brought this together uh, semi last minute, seeing as how I'm flying out of the country in a couple of days. And yeah, this is going to be dropping in said couple of days. This should be lots and lots of fun. Um, lots and lots. of Yes. Fun. For everyone in this room, except me. So how's that going? Um, Stefan, Yay. for real, hey, so why the hell are you here? What are we bringing you here for? What do you, what's, tell us about the show. Tell us about the show that you're bringing on. The show, uh, the show, you know, it, it's, a, it's called Doodoo Boy. And uh, of course you're doodoo as in like caca, as in, can I say sh-? I'll bleep it out. Yeah, but you oh, can say okay. it. Okay. Doodoo as in feces, uh, um, excrement. So, so it's, that's what it's called, Doodoo Boy. And, um. Uh, Doodoo boy. So you mean, so wait, hang on. Um, so you mean doodoo isn't some, some like culturally really important no, that we've, that we've transformed to mean poo in our, our really white culture? Well, well, yeah. Well, let me explain. So, so this picture that you're looking at, uh, this picture up on my postcard of me at four years old. So like he's forcing me to look at it. This is, this is not comfortable. Do you see that? No. Know. Um, so this picture was taken about two weeks before I fell in a cesspool in Jamaica. That's correct. I, I said I fell in a cesspool. A, cess, a cesspool. Cesspool being a pool made of cess. Yeah, a, f- a pool of defecation. And it's a, a koidame. If you're in Japan, if you're in Japan, you speak Japanese, a koidame. So I fell in the cesspool when I was four. And uh, when I was retrieved from the cesspool with clumps of poo all over my person, um, it came out in the newspapers in jamaica oh no and like so, local local level national national level. newspaper Uh-oh. you know it was a slow news day i guess no <laughs> and so um that's the name that stuck with me forever since i was a, a child doodoo boy everybody called me doodoo boy couldn't uh get a girlfriend for a long time so stayed a virgin until i was like 50 jesus 50 um the man sitting next to me is not 50 just as a small fyi to the rest of you um so how does it feel to be full of cess to be full of cess full of as in a cesspool well you know it wasn't a, a very funny event when i was a child um but now as an adult in retrospect you know it's, it's i wrote a show about it and so it's funny now well, i have the last laugh now but then it wasn't funny dude you couldn't get laid if you fall in like a pool of crap you cannot get any you can't get anything for you just have to stay home and and and, and funnel yourself Yes. Although you went from you went from cl- crap to glamour, basically. Well, you know, I turned crap into glamour, and that's very difficult to do. And you have a show coming up uh, on the on May 29th? 9th? Right, yes. Uh, May 29th at the Pink Cow in Rapungi. Uh, two shows um, the same day. First show at 4.30 and the next show at uh, 8.40. Doodoo Boy. All right, so tell us about Doodoo Boy. What's, this, what's, the, what's the basic premise of... Doodoo boy. It's it's autobiographical. It's about my journey from Jamaica to the U.S. to now Japan, mm-hmm. um, in in search of uh, my father's love and acceptance. You know, and you say my father's love and acceptance as if that's an easy thing. Uh what do you mean? I don't. I don't know. You, you, in search of your father's love and acceptance. You just kind of dropped that in. And I went. Oh, I, I fell into poo. Yes. I left. I left Jamaica. I went to the U.S. and now I'm in Japan, and. I just want my dad to love me. Right. Yeah. And that's what the whole show is about, you know, and accepting in, in the end, I, ex- I'm, I had to ac- accept the fact that my dad is not going to love me and I'm not going to have this father that I, I wanted to have. So it's a, it's a story about a, a man's acceptance of not 
I've always yearning for his father since childhood and accepting the fact that it's not going to happen and just like having to move on. Should we put a spoilers tag before you, we, you give away the ending of the show? Um, is, 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 is there a spoiler here? Did I spoil something? I don't know. I haven't seen the show yet. No, 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 no. Okay. We, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything because I want everybody to come and check it out. So okay. I'm gonna give it away, give it away, give it away now. No, but this isn't this isn't a new show, though, man. You've done this show. Yeah, I, I was looking through like researching the show because this is an original show, which means that we have no witty background to base jokes off of besides ha ha turd. <laughs> and what you, you did the show last year in February at the Pink Cow, which is yes, where you're doing it this I, year I did, as well, yes, which right. awesome venue uh, has really come up over the over the years. Uh, why? Why do it again this year? Has anything changed in the show? Have you developed in the last year? Like, what, um, what's going on with that? Yeah, I opened the show. Uh, first of all, it started out with I wrote a book called Black Passenger Yellow Cabs, and somebody from Tom Hanks people read it and loved it. it came out in two thousand nine. Loved it and came to me about writing a solo play, <clears throat> and I thought, well, I just want to go back to Japan because you know I was in LA, not really having a good time, and I just wanted to go back to Japan. And she said, uh, Deborah Earhart is her name. She does a solo play called Jamaica Farewell. And she said, no, look, you need to stay in America and write the show. I'm going to introduce you to a director and we're going to, it's going to happen because what you're talking about in this book needs to come on stage or at least on, on film or at least on stage. And so I stayed in America. It took me two years to write the show. Um, found a director, Jared Scheib. Um, and we opened uh, at the Santa Monica Playhouse in January of 2014. Did Broadway, Off-Broadway, the Soho Playhouse, um, tons of shows in California, New York. And I came here last year. I debuted in, in, in Japan with it last year at, at the Pink Cow, like you've stated. But I had originally planned to move back to Japan last year, but I ended up staying only three months because I had to perform the show for three months in Jamaica. So I had to go to Jamaica and perform. And so, but now I'm officially back in Japan. I've moved back to Japan. So I'm going to be based in Japan, but continue doing the show around the world. Nothing has changed from the last time doing the show last year. Uh, but I do plan on doing the show in Japanese, specifically in Kansai Ben. So hopefully by like around the fall, I'll be able to start doing it in Kansai Ben. And then like around 2017, start doing it in Spanish again around the world. How many languages do you speak? I think I speak just one and the Jamaican dialect, English and the Jamaican dialect, and I just butcher the shite out of Spanish and and Japanese. Uh, yeah, okay. So, but you, nothing's changed. Everything changes over time, right? I mean, like we we had that first take before we did this this take, and it was great. And then I blanked everything up, and then we come back and said, like, what 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 changes with, with yourself when you perform differently? Like, have you? Have you refined it? It's a solo play. It's all you. Everything is based on your performance, man. Do you do you just tell the same story you told on like a first date? Like, oh yeah, by the way, turd pit. Uh, <laughs> like, how does it change for you over time? Have you been doing it for two two years and four ish months now? Like, well, I I you know I have to take breaks doing the show because it's very emotional because I have to I literally go there every time I do the show, as you will see. Um, so I the last time I did the show, for example, was at. Uh, some colleges in San Francisco, uh, College of San Mateo on February 20th, 23rd. And so I took a two month break off to recoup, recoup and recover and to, otherwise it, it gets old, but it's, it's, it's pretty much the same show, but more refined. I mean, I do it very fluidly now. I was doing it very fluidly last year, but now I can go there like on points on a dime and come back. Um, as opposed to going there, 
with the emotions and having a difficult time kind of getting stuck you know coming back pit. to a different character <laughs> I'm sorry man I had to put that that's, one in that's there the right? last one that's the last one <laughs> so uh, but I'm looking forward to doing it in Japanese I really am looking forward to doing it nationwide in Japanese and I think that uh, I don't think the Japanese are uh, correct me if I'm wrong but they're probably not used to the solo format for solo theater well Rakugo and is a is a is a kind of yeah storytelling it's a storytelling format really yeah but it's not theater it's storytelling but it's not acting it, it can it crosses that it can cross that line but it's not it's not the kind it, you, it's not a weepy thing i mean it's specifically and they're sitting on a pillow right yeah, they're just sitting down it's specifically yeah but they do all that stuff with the fan like there's, a, there's a whole thing but it, it's right. it's not it's generally not for sad stories right well this is not sad well, no, this it's is sad, both but it's, comedy it's and got drama more, but more ups and downs and po- po- yeah, possibly yeah. layers than than a rakugo performance and you know you go to a rakugo performance so that to to, to laugh and to be you know to get the easy right. laughs and i'm not sure i'm not sure that's to what lift that's your, what this to is lift i think, your I think with casual laughery i think doo 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 boy might be a little uh, deeper and i'm not just oh, making yeah, reference it, to the yeah. cesspool <laughs> again and again we make you guys, the same joke you know, again I, and again I, you know, it's inevitable it can't be avoided you know i mean i've opened up myself you're, for, you're actually uh, quite lucky i mean that's that's like an easy way to die i mean uh oh dude i trust me i know a lot of babies a lot of kids even in japan a lot of people die i was up to my neck in solid waste so i was sinking literally at the time when they rescued me so yeah i'm very lucky i know that I'm happy to be alive. So, uh, but I think it's a bit different from, I, I'm sorry to call it a pillow. It's a zabuton, right? They sit on a zabuton. Yeah, a cushion. Yeah. Raccoon, raccoon. Uh, um, I, th- I don't think that the Japanese are familiar with like one person doing like nine, ten characters on the stage by himself, telling a, acting out a story, acting out a play. Yeah. Well, I uh, think, I think, I mean, this, I hope nobody shoots me for this. It's, there's not a huge, huge theater scene outside of a lot of the traditional stuff. There are like, right. there, actually, there is a quite active independent scene, but in terms of attendance of it, it's it's not it's not like it is in other places. Mm. It's it was mm. a, it's a bit uh, surprising, and it's it's I think in a lot of ways it's quite conservative, uh, mm. even within. I'd like the sort to I'd like to independent. Sorry, stuff. go ahead. No, no, I was just saying. I think it's I think the the scene can still be even the independent scene is fairly conservative mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know anything about it but i'd like to explore it and i think it would be a unique experience for me and for them cool so is this this is your this is your first show only show this is my first show in japan so far because i've moved back yeah i've officially moved back no, but to i mean japan are you now. do you do have you done you've done theater before or is this like your first your, was this your stage uh, yeah, dude, debut or? i was not an actor because i mean so when we were writing the when i was writing the work I, you know they're like stefan so who are you going to get to act this thing and i thought well if i'm going to slept through writing it it's really painful to it's like teeth extracting i thought look you know if i'm going to slept through writing this thing and go through the pain and the horror and the trauma of reliving this experience and having to write it, even though I'm a non-actor, <laughs> which I am, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to do it myself. And it turns out that um, it, it worked out really well. The director was very patient, and he had to basically teach me about acting while uh, while he was directing me. So, um, but um, so that's how I came to be doing this thing. <clears throat> Uh, before this, you you've written have you written you've written other stuff. You wrote that book, obviously. 
that. Yeah, I wrote the book. I came to Japan in 2001, um, which coincided with uh, the Bush Al Gore fiasco thing. Um, so I moved to Japan in 2001 and started writing the book in 2005, uh, moved back to the States in 2008, published did the whole book tour thing for a couple of years, and um, was getting ready to come back to Japan when this came about. And then while I was in America, I wrote a second book, which we're adapting to film. Hope to start shooting by next March. Ooh. So that's a different book story. Though. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't want to that. jinx it anyway. When something's in production yeah. hell, pre-production hell. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. Hell is. Yeah. Yeah. Acting it yourself. It's, it's a hard choice, right? I mean, it's a hard choice to yeah. say, all right, do I want to get somebody who has, who's ready to put together whatever, Mm. crap range of acting they have to replay the story to see it myself from some from my with my own eyes but not from the first person view like ever, did you ever think about that did you ever think about hey and i'm accusing the crap at you i'm saying did you ever think about this huh and that, before you well, made this choice i didn't you know to be very honest i i i didn't think about it i just thought it was i thought it might <laughs> i thought Obvious. it was i was like <laughs> dude who else is gonna play this i mean it's my story i mean why the flock? You can't. You don't have to bleep that because I put the L between the F. I'm gonna do it anyway. Do I have to? Should I have someone act this when it's my story? I know it best. I wrote it. I lived it. It was my experiences, and so I thought, yeah, let's just. It's gonna be hell. It's gonna be very difficult. I, you know, memorizing a show that's 95 minutes. It's. It was. It was traumatic. It was terrifying. It was uh. very intimidating. And and getting on stage and being on stage, just me bear um so yeah i i didn't really give it much thought i thought it was just like maybe an atelier my thing a natural thing that i should mm. do this and um the okay so you've got a lot of memories attached to this thing yeah got a lot of emotions you say you go in some you, before you didn't really come back that easy you're kind of stuck in the muck right right all right so if you have all these memories jumbled up you have more memories than that are just involved in that play how tempted are you to ad lib? How tempted are you to come out and say, to 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 either make a mistake or oh. to add something extraneous and then go uh, and then like get kind no. of caught up in a rabbit hole of no. tangents? Like no, 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 absolutely not. Um, uh, everything is scripted. I have memory. It took me three months of sitting in Griffith Park in L.A. eight hours a day to memorize the work, and it's it's verbatim and it's almost verbatim every time. The first six first uh maybe the first six months of performances i you know left out a line or two or something but i think now it's down now i say that now i dream about it and now i say it in my sleep so there is no ad-libbing not that ad-libbing is bad you know i, I like improv but for this show there everything is perfectly scripted and, and perfectly and, and delivered with the proper emotion Right. Have you found that the show has evolved in any other ways since you started performing it? Um, yes, I have. It started out at it started out at uh, one hour and fifty minutes, almost two hours, and I've cut it down to ninety-five minutes. And I think now I've managed to have a one-hour version. But I'm going to be doing the ninety-five-minute version uh, on on Sunday, on the 29th. The, f the full version but you know there's a version for i do it at high schools and and colleges and so there's an, a one-hour version that's very 
G. We just we actually skimmed over something and uh, right. that you said at the very beginning, and we just kind of like just let it let it go. You said you performed this on Broadway. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sorry. Tell that yeah, story, please. I did this uh, the United Solo um, Festival uh, on Broadway. It was one performance. Um, it was sold out, and they. Um, I'm looking forward to like taking it to Canada and the UK and Europe and Africa <clears throat> and back to Broadway and Antarctica. I'm gonna be presumably Antarctica. I don't know, man. Put on a show for some penguins. I don't know about that because you know things are kind of well. No, no, I don't want to go there. No, never mind. <laughs> okay, so Broadway. So I, sorry for the, for the, for the layman. Can you perform on like the tiniest theater in Broadway and it still be on Broadway? Like on the actual on, on yeah yeah because it is on Broadway it is on Broadway it is a theater in Broadway nice yeah and this wasn't a tiny theater is uh you know it was on Forty Second Street it was um it was pretty huge uh, the United Solar Festival huge it was huge <laughs> huge well, I was I was performing Forty Second Street over here oh okay right. I thought you were uh, imitating Donald, Donald no he Trump. was no he was Donald just Donald Trump no then it's then it's huge <laughs> it's, it's huge it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah all right so broadway one show one but run on broadway one show on broadway but off broadway several shows at the soho playhouse mm. so i performed for three months off broadway wow. at the soho playhouse i'm jealous and actually and so yeah. so this actually has become a semi-national thing like you have support yeah. from a lot of from a lot of uh culture yeah. groups back home right right uh you know tons of performances in san francisco los angeles new york mostly um I did a, in fact, no, I, I did a, you know, a personal performance in Colorado. I go into people's houses and perform, did a, a, a private performance in Marin. Um, so yeah, it, it's getting there. And so it's being adapted to film also because uh, Black Passenger Yellow Cabs was, was recently optioned and um, Duda Boy is now a part of the Black Passenger Yellow Cab story. So the script, it's going to be an option for some kind of TV episodic. Um, so is there, mm. is there anything particular? I mean, you're, you're, you're plugging the show to our giant audience of probably six people at this point. Yeah. Um, what they want to know why they should go to the show. Why don't you tell them? Well, my show is an inspiration to myself and to everyone else. And for the, at the very least, if you come to my show, you'll understand that everyone has a story and everyone should write his or her story because, you know, you think that nobody would want to listen to your story because, you know, and if you write your story and perform it, get it out there in a book or some other medium, then you'll understand that other people are going through the same thing too and they'll congratulate you and, and, and come in and tell you what a wonderful job you've done by of, uh, influencing them and helping them to get over their stuff. And come, come, come to laugh and cry and laugh and eat and cry and laugh and eat. Oh yes. Oh yeah, dude, you've got to come to the pink cow and have their, that peanut butter brownie thing is like the most orgasmic experience I've had. Is that not disruptive while you're performing? If people are eating that? Well, they are, they have to eat it at intermission. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Shameless plug then, for pink cow. <laughs> So come, so come for the show, stay for the orgasm. Hey, I like that. That's a nice caption. That, that works. That's come a great catchphrase. Yeah. I think you should, yeah. I think you should use that. 
Is that um, you're cruising way too close to scat porn at this point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, due to an orgasm within five words <laughs> of each other. Yeah. So let's let's give the details of the show. I mean, we've been talking about the show for half an hour. Let's let's right. plug the details. All right. So the name Duda Boy, D-O-O-D-U-B-O-Y. You can Google it and see all the reviews, all the fine reviews I've gotten so far. Uh, the 29th of May at the Pink Cow in Rapungi. Just Google the Pink Cow and Google both, that's it. Both the Pink Cow, the Pink Cow and Doodoo Boy. Well, Doodoo Boy is incredibly rare when it comes to Google search terms. Right. You'll probably find it. Uh, Make sure you have yeah. safe search on. <laughs> um, so it's May 29th, Sunday, May 29th. Um, first show, 4.30 p.m. Second show um, is 8.40. And in between shows, there'll be dinner. What's a, is there, is there like a, is there a, I think it's a buffet. You can get tickets at the pink cow, pink cow.com at 3,500 yen at the door, 3,000 yen in advance. Okay. So Andrew, after doo-doo boy, what else have we got going on? What does the crowd need to know? Right. Well, as this episode airs, uh, big river is already underway. That's running until the 22nd of May at, uh, theater, sun mall, sun mall theater, Shinjuku, Shinjuku, whatever order that comes thingy. in, Google, Big River, Tokyo, you'll find it. Uh, and they've got lots of shows and they're starting to sell out. So get your tickets. And I'm saying this like, what, a week before. So they might all be sold out by the time this episode goes to air. So, you know, check it out. Uh, also, June 2nd to 5th is a show called Free at Last, Life Beyond the River, which is a show based on interviews from Born in Slavery, a collection of slave narratives that were obtained as part of the Federal Workers Project from 1936 to 1938. That's being done by Tate, the Tokyo Artistic Theater Ensemble. That sounds right. Nailed it. And uh, is that when Wendell? Wendell's the director. Yeah, Wendell, Wendell. What's his name? Yeah, Wendell. Okay, Wendell yeah, T. Yeah. Wendell T. Harrison is the director of that show. If someone has the T in the middle of their name, you have to do it in that voice. Right. Except for Booker James T. T. Kirk. Washington. James T. Kirk. Sorry, that's okay. wrong, terrible. And you can check out uh, the exact information, showtimes, tickets. Uh, you can check it out right. at tokyoartsoneword.org. That's their website. Okay. I think I'm going to be working with Wendell to do some more performances. Awesome. So, yeah, Wendell's ew. a fantastic guy. Yeah. He gets stuff done. Uh, so those are the two shows that I know about. Oh, that's one. There's one more. Uh, sorry, totally forgot. One more. June 3rd at Bar Gari Gari in Shimokitazawa is Nerd Night, uh, Nerd Night Tokyo, which is uh, basically experts come. They do presentations about interesting things. I think we've got one on lasers. And I can't remember the second one. Ah, Space flight. It's something. Is it? Space flight. Is that what she said? I, I was there and I wasn't that drunk at that point. Okay, well yet. I was not drunk at all and I can't remember. So lasers and space flight and there'll be one more speaker. We don't we don't have that person confirmed yet. Mm. Um it's gonna be pretty fantastic. You can uh unfortunately the website we're supposed to have is not up as of this recording. Uh you can check tokyo.nerdnightoneword.com. It might be up by the time this this show drops. Or uh you can go on Facebook and just search Nerd Night Tokyo. And by the way, that's N I T E. Oh, that's right. Not yeah, N I yeah, N I G H T. It's the weird spelling of night. And he's using the the uh, the plural first person because he, we, they, whatever. Uh, Andrew and Amanda, the organizer of Nerd Night, are working together to put this program uh, into orbit. Ha ha! Space flight joke. 
Laser uh, it should be really it should be really cool. I'm going to go because I like to support you Andrew in all of your endeavors. Yeah, I'd love to check that out. I've watched yeah. your career very intently from the, from from the sidelines. Yeah, just support me like a good pair of boxers. That's all I ask. Stefan, hey man, thanks for coming out. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Seriously, it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, Andrew. Andrew, um, any further questions? No, um, I think that's it. I mean, I'm just sitting here being being jealous. It sounds like a great show, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Sorry, what, Andrew? Did you say something? You're rumbling. You're rumbling, dude. Really? No. Like, oh. Is it? Oh, is it your turn? Oh, no. There's a... Okay, no, you know what? I think I, I, think I got this. I, th- I think the key is you just got to talk really quietly to it. And hey. anymore good kaiju good boy um maybe i got a milk bone oh 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 no no <laughs> oh, oh god that, oh, that is was unexpected that... i don't know I, mean, we... I think he deserves it should we call somebody? Nah, it's just it's just one of those things. An ambulance or something? Look, man, you should call nine one one. Wait, it's one one nine in Japan. One 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 zero. One one zero. One. We. Oh God! You're gonna mess no. up. May as well just not call. Oh. I mean, somebody surely heard that. His blood is getting all over the screen. That's. I mean, he doesn't need the computer yeah. anymore. Like that's just not even necessary. Oh, oh, ribbons of just ribbons of blood. That's his, that's oh his, no! Oh oh oh! We're, oh, we're into like internal organs now. Oh that, damn! Yeah. Andrew, you drank way too much in your past life. Yuck. Ugh. Oh god. Well, the show? I'm traumatized. You want to like co-host the show now cuz he's well, gone. Well, I'm sorry. If that's my fate at the end of the show, then I I don't know. I think I don't have to pass on that. Well, I mean, if you could if you can get like a guest on. Nah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh, poor Andrew. What about his kids? And his wife? Is he married? No, that'll be okay. She works. Okay. Hi, hi. You know, you gotta bring that closer to me if I'm gonna be closer to the mic. So You're the West show. Coast. Why are you doing East Coast yeah. like New, New York Jew? You know, I I've been listening to Bernie. I've been listening to Bernie for a long time. Okay, so the show, as I was saying, before I was rudely interrupted, I, I was saying, I was saying that the show was produced by John Matthews. You know who John Matthews is? And Andrew Woolner in association with the Yokohama Theater Group. The YTG. I like that. That's got a nice ring to it. Special thanks to me, Duty Boy, as well as Tracy Consoli, for her help in hosting my upcoming performance at the Pink Cow. So, if you would like to support YTG, you know, the people behind the podcast, please head over to, um, you know, uh, what is that? Uh, Patreon.com? Is that right? Patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. Forward slash W-H-Y-T-E-E-G-E-E. And become a patron. Highly inaccurate. Oh, John, that blew up in your face. What happened there? Y-T-G. Y-T-G. He wrote out the letters phonetically (laughs) to confuse you. I was there. (laughs) Oh, good night, sweet prince. Sound of knife slashing. <laughs> I die. Or no, you die. He dies. Tune in next time. When's the next show? Two weeks. What do you know, Andrew? You're not supposed to be alive. What are you? Why are you responding? Yeah, why are you talking, man? You did. You did. Oh, you're back. You're back. Bleep, bloop. 
It's computer Andrew. <laughs> Beep, bloop, bloop. <laughs> he downloaded his consciousness into a computer. <laughs> And I thought, well, if I'm going to slap through writing it, it's really painful to, it's like teeth extracting, you know, fingernail extracting, foreskin pulling. Well, this might be TMI, but I do have a foreskin. Um, uh, and, you mentioned and thought, that twice tonight. <laughs> that's yeah. that's interesting. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Yeah. Did I mention it before? Not on recording, but you did mention it while we were setting up. Oh, uh, I maybe I feel insecure about my foreskin but okay i won't mention my foreskin again so um so yeah i thought <laughs> no i'm not i'm not gonna mention my foreskin ever again ever i th- no no like look what? john he's the kind of person if he says he's never gonna talk about his foreskin again he's never gonna I'm talk, never about, gonna talk foreskin about my foreskin again just, that's just the way Jeez. it is don't you understand i'm counting i'm <laughs> counting the mentions of god that <laughs> <laughs> that appendage right, we're, we're what it is an appendage? all right look yeah yeah so so what was I talking about? See, you've got me all discombobulated. <laughs> Andrew, I'm going to murder you when I see you next. Um, all right, what were we talking about? We were talking about how to get somebody else to play. How oh, yeah, to get somebody yeah, else yeah, to play yeah. you? Yes, yeah, so I your thought. Story. I thought. Look, and, and colleges, and so there's an, a one-hour version that's very G or not. So. You don't. You don't mention floor skins. Yeah. Uh, well, I yes. You see, you see, you see, you see what I did I'm there. Not I put the L in there, so it's okay now. Floor, exactly. Floor so you can't leave it out because it's got an L between the L. I despise the F, you both. <laughs> Funny thing, uh, my F skin is is actually mentioned in the play. <laughs> John, John, you look uncomfortable. Is everything okay with your floor skin? <laughs> well you know if you guys want to well nah, my foreskin is a very long story so it's a childhood thing <laughs> i think Talk, what, talking I, about talking about evolution okay. so we just we actually <laughs> presumably Antarctica. i don't know man put on a show for some penguins i don't know about that because you know things are kind of well no no i don't want to go there no never mind <laughs> things have <clears throat> things have really gotten think relations have gotten very you know, frosty. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, okay. Let's go back. But boom. Let's go back to foreskin jokes. <laughs> no. Foreskin and cesspool jokes. You can't get any lower than that. You know. Uh, at least at the very least, this episode's going to have lots of outtakes. <laughs> Some outtakes of me just crying in the corner of my in my apartment trying to edit this damn thing. Funding for this program is brought to you by. Arthur Daniels Midlands Foundation. <laughs> if that was Arthur Daniels, you're just taking the ball gag out of his mouth. <laughs>